this is Pasha Pasha Kedeshim, and like always we try to pick Ha'inim in the Pasha and expound on it. This one's an easy one, this is an easy one, V'yatlo Lech Kamoich. On the Inyan of V'yatlo Lech Kamoich, there's two Ma'amad Chazal. There's the Ma'amad Chazal of Hillel, and there's the Ma'amad Chazal of Rabbi Akiva. And what you have in front of you, the first page is Hillel, the Gemara, and the second page is the Shafra, Shafra of Kedem. And I made arrows by everything, so you could see what everything is, uh, which is Rabbi Akiva. What's the basic difference between Hillel and Rabbi Akiva? That Hillel says that Ahavis Yisrael is called Ateira Kula, the entirety of Ateira. Mm-hmm. And Rabbi Akiva says that it's called Godlub Ateira, a great principle in Ateira. And the question becomes, what is exactly the difference between Hillel and Abi Akiva? So let's, let's do the basic thing. Let's read the Gemaras. First, look where the arrow is on the left side of the page. First, the first arrow is on the left side of the page. You see how I made that arrow? So it's just two lines above where the arrow is. Shuv Maish. This is the famous story of Hillel. Right? Hillel was an unbelievably humble man. It was impossible to anger Hillel. And the Gemara tells Rashid and Amishas. Of course, he had the famous story with the guy who bets Dalad May and Zul that he can anger Hillel. And he says, I, and he, he gets so upset, he said, because of you, I lost form of Zul. And then he had the famous stories with the Gaiti Tzedek, with the converts that came to Shama and came to Hillel. So the Gemara says, Maishah Badach Echad was an alien, a goy. Shivalaf Ne Shamai, he came to Shama. Almost he told him, Gaiti, convert me. But, Almanas, the conversion is conditional. You should teach me the whole Torah. As I stand on one leg. He kicked him out. He threw him away with Amas Habinyan. Amas Habinyan means the, uh, the measuring stick, the ruler that he had next to him. Okay, in other words, something ridiculous. Teacher, I'll say something more. Okay, for that, you're, you're uh, you're a, uh, an agitator, you're looking for trouble, go fly card. Says the Gemara, Bolochni Hillel. He came to Hillel. And he said to him, teach me the whole title while I stand on one leg. What did Hillel do? Gaide, he converted him. Amale, and he told him, Dalach, sonny, that's upon you. Hate it. You don't want, you despise it being done to yourself. Lechav, father, don't do it to your fellow. Louis called Taylor, that's the whole Taylor, the Edoch, the Rujhu, the rest is commentary. Shame. That's a big matter. Zil, Gmeir, go and learn. Shehillel says the whole Yiddishkeit is Yatmelech Kamaich. But notice, the hill doesn't say, we have to learn Kamaich, Zui called Taylor, cool of Edoch, he says, the Allah's son, he says it negatively. What you hate for yourself, hate for your fellow. There's a Tzemach Tzedek, where the Tzemach Tzedek has a Gvalik of Pshat in this. Shlile, it's not the last page. Tam nifla about the Indian from the Alara here, Pedic Days. Why he says the Baderach Shlile? And if we'll have time, I'll, I'll tell you the Nikud. But Hillel says, Now, what's the obvious problem with Hillel's statement? You describe to be broken up into categories. One of the broadest categorizations possible in Yiddish type is, between man and his fellow and man and God. Rashi is going to say the majority of mitzvahs are between man and his fellow. But let's say 50-50. Let's say 50% of the mitzvahs are between man and God, 50% of the mitzvahs are between man and his fellow. If Hillel would say, if half of Judaism, that would work. But he says, how could the half, what does the half of do with sharpness? Who are you doing a favor? Who are you not... Who you're hurting if you don't, if you wear shotness? Right? It's Beinad Malakim. What? How is the Hafalech Kamech and Egea to Mishmer Malakim? That's the obvious problem with what Hillel says. What Hillel says, the whole pain is, Sarashi answers the question. What's the answer? Hashem's your friend too. Fatik. Beinadum Lachavei includes the Einstein. Look at the Rashi. They made two arrows. Make sure you see it. This is a very famous Rashi. On the right side of the page now. Dalach Sunni. That you hate to be done to yourself. Don't do to your fellow. Says Rashi that the Pasuk says, your friend. The friend of your father, Al-Tazib, do not forsake. This goes on Hashem. Hashem is called your friend. 
Al-Tavar al-Dvara, do not violate, transgress his words. Shari Alecha Samit, you would hate. Shiaver Chaverecho al-Dvarecho, you would hate if your friend didn't listen to you. This Rashi is the Pashtus Nigle. Alpi Nigle, Yiddishkeit divided it on the Chaver and on the Mokim. How could Hillel say that Abbas Yisrael is Kolatayda Kula? What does that do between the Mitzvah's man and God? This is David, she's your friend also. Lishnachrina second shot. The Chavarechataka means your friend, Mamish. Kigangzeila, Gneva, stealing. Neoth, which is also considered Benadam Machavere according to Rashi. Verev Mitzvah, that says most Mitzvah Benadam Machavere. So Hagar, in other words, according to the second shot of Rashi, even though not all Mitzvah Benadam Machavere, most are. And if most mitzvah, Machavere, Hillel says, Kola The second Shatanashi seems to be a sickle doichik. It's not Kola It's close enough to say Kola The second Shatanashi, now you could say also that it's not two Pshatim. It's a combination. The Aftarech Kamaycha means you should love the Abishtir and you should love the rest of your friends. And that's not Kola You don't have to necessarily say that these are two separate Pshatim Rashi, the combination of these two Pshatim Rashi explains why the Hathor HaKamech is called This is what Hillel says. So what do we know about Avas Yisrael? We know that Avas Yisrael is called and the reason is because Avas Yisrael has to do with friends, and Hashem is one of your friends. Turn the page. You see where I made the arrow? This is the Safra. I'll just say a quick word about who the Safra is. As you know, there are two, three orders to Teda, teda Bechal. There's three ways to write Teda. All Jewish literature follows one of three patterns. Maybe there's a fourth, but three patterns. The Chumash, the Shash, and the Rambam. Medrashim follow the Chumash. Most Medrashim are, said, are, are allegorical, are, are stories, and Medrashim, Pshat Lachazel, Chesed but there are halachic medrashim. The halachic medrashim are on Breshis and Shmeishis Mechilta, on Bamidbar and Dvarim Chifri, and Havayikra Safra. And Safra is also called Teras Kainim. It's the same book. So this is a Safra. This is a Teras Kainim. In other words, this is not Stama Medrash. This is a halachic medrash. And these are words that are very familiar to the last line on the page. V'yahavta, L'reich, Kamaycha, Dabi Akir, Oyvezekha, Garu Stop. You should love yourself as you love yourself, says Rabbi Kiva, this is a called a great principle in Tehra. What's Rabbi Kiva trying to say? Now remember, Rabbi Akiva knew what Hillel said. Why? Because he was four generations after him. Hillel had 80 Talmudim. The youngest of Talmud Hillel was Rabbi Yechenah ben Zakkar. Rabbi Yechenah ben Zakkar had many Talmudim, but amongst his most famous were Rabbi Yezer ben Hurkinus and Rabbi Yeshua ben Hananiah. They were the leaders of Cloud Yisrael, after Chodmai and they were the teachers of Rabbi Akiva. So Rabbi Akiva is removed from Hillel three generations, but substantial generations, because Rabbi Yezer and Rabbi Shua were the, were Rabbi was the youngest of his Talmudim. So Rabbi Akiva knew what Hillel said, and he changes. He says, Cloud Godel. What does Cloud Godel mean? It's an Indian Chloe, it's an encompassing Mitzvah it's not Stama in Chloe, it's Cloud Godel, it's most encompassing. In Avas Yisrael you have represented a huge piece of Yiddishkeit, but not the whole Yiddishkeit. Why not the whole Yiddishkeit? Because one of the shakras have to do with Avas Yisrael. So Rabbi Akiva, if you will, looking at it from a Nigel perspective, had the advantage of hindsight. He knew what Hillel said, right? He preferred not to say what Rashi says, that Avis is your friend. So he says, Cloud Godel. Yeah, as the Rebbe says that there's Kalatayra Kula, there's Cloud Godel, and there's Cloud Stam. You haven't shot Cloud Godel, you don't have that many page. From time to time you have a Cloud Godel. Avon saw Cloud Godel. In other words, the Aftarech Kamecha is half of Yiddishkeit. That's all. That Cloud Godel Batayra, half of Yiddishkeit is worthy of being identified as a Cloud Godel. So how would he respond to a girl that says, Please be told by one foot? He wouldn't respond like he would. Like Shammai. He wouldn't, he wouldn't yeah, so there's a Rashi above Metziah that says Rabbi Kivu was from Bishamai. But it's Pavus and Rabbi Kivu from Bishilu. But there's a Shreda Rashi that says Rabbi Kivu was from Bishamai. Where's the Chachamim in exact? 
to assume that it's the same thing is not to give credence to the precision of their choice of words. Now comes the Rambam, turn the page. We have a Hillel. Hillel says, ourselves call it a We have another Akiva who says that Abishal is called Now this creates a new problem. But a secondary problem, a different problem. Okay? And that problem is as follows. There's a rule in Minyan HaMitzvah that the Rambam himself brings. The Rambam has 14 rules of how you categorize a mitzvah, right? One of those rules are that when the Tatum makes broad, sweeping, all-encompassing statements, they're not mitzvahs. When the Tatum says, do my mitzvahs and guard them, that's not a mitzvah in Union Tariyad. Mitzvah has to be specific, it has to be narrow. When Tatum says, be a good person, it's not a mitzvah. When Tatum says, give charity, it's a mitzvah. Visit the sick, honor the dead. In other words, be a good person is too encompassing. So a question arises. Is Avas Yisrael a mitzvah? Now, you have to have Avas Yisrael. But is it in Min Yin Tayag? When the Yemenia mitzvahs count, 630 mitzvahs, is the a numeral? Or would we say that it's, a, it's half of Yiddishkeit? All these mitzvahs are after Echamach. It would stand for a reason that the after Echamach is Kal Gobel Betrayed as Abekiva says, it shouldn't be a mitzvah. It's Kal Gobel. It's a mitzvah of mitzvahs. There's opinions that say Adam doesn't consider Tshuva a mitzvah. And the reason is because Tshuva is not a mitzvah. It's the correction of all 365 of Adam. I can't count. It's too encompassing. There's different opinions about this. And the Rambam Paskins, the famous that Avos Yisrael is a mitzvah practice. It's one of the centers in mitzvah. How does the Rambam really deal with it? Look at the Rambam. It has to be a specific behavior. So the Rambam defines Avos Yisrael by finding things that don't count in any other mitzvah. Look inside. Mitzvah al It's a mitzvah. It's minyan tariyag. On every person, flip it over. Le'ahay v'shkol echad v'echad mi'yisrael. To love every Jew. K'gufi like he loves his own body. Shanehman v'yahavto v'echad kamach. He's supposed to love somebody else's body like you love your body. How can we do that? L'tichach. What does it mean? Doesn't mean don't steal. That's a separate mitzvah. It doesn't mean that don't overcharge or underpay. That's a mitzvah called ignore. It doesn't mean having two measurements. It's called meaning a mitzvah midish. It means this. Say praise. Say good things about a person, not bad things. Concern yourself with his money. Would you concern yourself with your own money? That means to say like this. If you see somebody else's property being damaged, you see somebody else's property being damaged, it's a leak, and you could fix it. It's part of the mitzvah of Shabbat Shabbat. Hashavah Saveda does normally mean something that's lost. It means something that's being lost. If you watch a person's property being damaged, you leave it alone, you will not let Nevertheless, even though there's a mitzvah of preventing someone from having a loss, there is a difference between the extremes to which you'll go for yourself and you'll go for somebody else. In the mitzvah of Saveda. So there's a separate mitzvah. Treat his property like it's yours. In other words, the Rambam is going to find things that don't belong to another mitzvah and use them as the specific definition of the behavior of Abbas Yisrael. If the Yahatoreach is a particular mitzvah, he has to give it a particular definition. What am I supposed to do? We say to someone, put on film. What are you supposed to do? You take this and you do this. What am I supposed to do? Don't steal, it's a separate mitzvah. Don't lie, it's a separate mitzvah. If the hafalech kamoicha was halachically a clout, it wouldn't be a mitzvah. So the Rambam is paskening, notwithstanding what Rabbi Akiva says, that somehow, in addition to being a clout goggle, it's a specific mitzvah. And what are the issues? What Hill said, treat somebody else like yourself. 
Allah's son, you wouldn't want it to happen to you, don't do it to the other guy. There's, a step, there's an additional step in that. There is something different about being good to other people and not lying and cheating and treating them like you would treat yourself. And these are the things that Imam Chatz gives three examples. He says, this is what I says. This is the mitzvah saseh, the particular commandment of the Aphelech Kamecha, these minutia, these fine aspects. So you send the Tzutzkut better to the other Hilo than with Hilo? It's Hilo. It's Hilo. It's clearly Hilo. Because he's, he's giving examples of Hilo's expression. Right. The Allah funny. Don't only treat the guy nice. Treat him like you want to be treated. Don't only not disrespect him. Honor his respect like you wouldn't want to be disrespected. That extra step, and the Raman finds these three examples. Say nice things about a person. There's no chiyah to say nice things about a person. You don't want to say lashon hara. You don't want to say lashon teva. Not that I mandate it. Concern yourself with his property like it were your own. And finally, and just like the rights of the Chavayatzme, you like to be honored, you should honor others. And then the Ramam goes on to say, If you honor yourself with the shame of a fellow, that's It's a terrible thing. Okay, I'm not sure if this is a part of the Aflech Kamaycha, but this is what the Ramam does. Now understand, the Rambam is halacha. Halacha is nigle. You can't have a colder nigle than halacha. And halacha is clear, cut, and dry. Everything has to have a place. The Rambam found a niche. He found a crack which was left empty in terms of the mitzvah and in that crack he puts it up with that What's that crack? That after all the mitzvahs the Tata says about and it still doesn't add up to treating somebody like you want to be treated. And this is the Ramam's translating Hillel's words. So we have the two opinions. We understand Hillel, Alpin Nigle. We understand why Rabbi Akiva deviates from Hillel and elects to say Klau Godel Batera as opposed to Kola Tera Kula because Rabbi Akiva is disturbed. What does Avashisal have to do with another Mamakim? And we see that the Ramam, a Paskins, that obviously Yisrael is not only an Indian Klali, it's also an Indian Prati. And what are the Pratim? The Pratim that are actually represented by what Hillel says. Treat another person like you want to be treated. In fact, adds the word, like you mentioned, Kigufi. This is the Nikle of the Mitzvah of Yisrael. Now, turn the page. Go to Rabbeinu Bachayi. Let's now get to the critical question. And the critical question is, we read a hero, we read a Rabbi Akiva, and we read a Rambam, and all of us forgot the most important point of all. What is the translation of the word Biahasta? Love. What is love? It's an emotion. It's not a behavior. The Rambam doesn't mention one word about love. He talks all about treating, doing towards. And the Rashi also, or the Rashi say, you wouldn't want to tell people things and they wouldn't listen to you. Hashem told you something, listen to him. Behavior. What happened to the love? This is the million dollar question. Doesn't matter how to. Love. And of course, everybody knows that Bechlau, in Yiddish type, we have a big dilemma with what's called Chayvah Salavodesh. We know a rule about mitzvahs. Raman teaches us 14 rules about mitzvahs. One of the rules is they have to be practical. And they have to be universal. They have to be for all times, for all places, and for all people. How can I send mandate all people, all times, all places to feel? I don't feel. Filmished. You tell me to put on film, I can do it. You tell me to love God, I don't love him. Look, look, I can't control my heart, I'm not a tzaddik. This is a famous question. And the Ramam answers the question, that the myth of loving God is not to love him. You can't control your heart. The mitzvah to love in God is to to meditate in your mind about Hashem in a loving way. Your mind you can control. What is the mitzvah of fearing God? Not to feel Hashem in your heart. You can't control that. 
to meditate on Hashem, words that bring to fear. The commandment is not the emotion because you can't control your emotion. It's not fear mitzvah. The commandment is the meditation. If you get the emotion, good. You don't get the emotion, you did your best. Mitzvah is practical. So what's the practical mitzvah? What am I supposed to do? Love another Jew. I don't love him. Therefore, Hillel, Rashi, Rambam, say that love doesn't mean love. It means act lovingly. But is there no word in Hebrew that would represent... Why did Peter couldn't find it? If Ahava doesn't mean Ahava, don't use the word Ahava. We have to love God. We have to figure out a way of explaining that it means love through meditation. If Yahafa does not mean love, it means be disposed, behave towards your fellow. So it should say, Vitishnaheg, uh, whatever Hebrew words, I'm not good at Hebrew. Why does it say Yahafa? It doesn't mean it. The Ramam doesn't seem to have a problem with this. This Rashi and Shaf doesn't seem to have a problem with it, right? But we have a problem with it. New question. Okay, new question. So, let us review. I just want to say this so we'll have a, a, a way of remembering this discussion. We have three questions that we're asking. Question number one is how could Abba Shishel be Kalatayda Kula? It's only the Mahavede. Question number, and Hill finds a way and Abba disagrees with him. Second of all, how could Abba Shishel be a minion Pratya, a specific mitzvah, and that Amman found a, a mitzvah? And thirdly, and this is of course the question that Hasidus asks, how could you command another person to love? I don't know. The Rambam answers the question very positive. It doesn't mean love. It means treat. What about the Ahafta? I don't know. And the Rabbeinu B'chaya removes all doubt. What is the Rabbeinu B'chaya? Rabbeinu B'chaya is a Rishin. Rishenim don't waste time. In one word. Look at the arrow. The Tam. You see the page? The Tam. The Ahafta. Recha. Kamaycha. Haflogger. That's what you got to know. Haflogger means exaggeration. It doesn't mean it. Why not? Push it. It's impossible for one human being's heart to love somebody. That's all. The Rabbeinu B'chayi says we have to doesn't mean Kamaych. If the field take love for another person, but not Kamaych. In addition, Now pay close attention. Rabbi Akiva said, now this becomes very important, this Rabbi Akiva, there's one jug of water and two people are in a desert and if they split, they're both going to die. And if one drinks it, he'll survive. You keep it to yourself. That's what Akiva's track did. So how could you say love your fellow as you love yourself? You come first, he comes second. Means you have to love a person in all ways. No person is ever satisfied with one gift. You want all the gifts you can get. You want to be smart, you want to be rich, you want to be liked, you want to be beautiful, you want to dress well, you want every mile. You have to means just for yourself. You would want every good thing, one for yourself, one everything. And now you're chopping down to Now, I don't know if you could say that the Rebbe Peter Shachumish. Is a halacha, is a tzak din in nigrin halacha, but it's different than the Rambam. He's agreeing with the Rambam that the haftal reich kamoich is not the emotion, it's the behavior. He translates the behavior. What's the behavior of kamoicha? Not say nice things about him, worry about his like you worry about your own. It means you should want him to succeed in all areas. And he goes on to give the examples. If you look at the top of the next page to save a little time, he says. First line, keep amim shiav adam esreiu. You see it, the first line, keep amim sometimes. Shiav adam esreiu. You like your friend, but what are you doing? Lahativa. In certain things, to his benefit. Ba'aisha, he should be rich. V'lay b'chokman and wise. And v'av rechamechem. You should want to be rich and wise and handsome, and have a beautiful home and a beautiful family. Kamechem means he should be blessed in all areas. Nochat shat in kamech. Rambam found a niche for Abishishlal, and the Rabbi Nebuchadnezzar finds a niche for Abishishlal. What do they have in common? That it is not an emotion. It's a behavior. 
And we're left with our question. Why does the Tata say love if it doesn't mean love? Turn the page. This is an Albad. That Albad is an interesting Peter show. I never really learned that Albad. If you could see the page is clean. <laughs> but uh, the more I look at it, the more I realize that Albad brings a lot of aloha. And it's Rambam. He's quoting Shtika like Rambam. You see the Aflarech Kamaycha? I made the arrow. Is it Shalema? This means. You see the Aflarech Kamaycha? Shalema means. Love like you love your own body. That's the exact words that I'm amused. Love him like you love your own body. And if you love his body like you love your own, naturally, you're going to choose for him to your maximum ability. All the benefits of that person. And you're going to distance him all damage. You do it to yourself. This is what the Rambam says. Here the Rabbi brings Rabbi Nebuchadnezzar also. This mitzvah, who boys is on such a level, you don't have to sacrifice yourself for your love for a fellow. You come first. The same Rabbi Akiva, there's no obligation on a person to put aside his own work, to do the work for your fellow. Your love for self comes before your love for fellow. And he goes on to give examples. So, Raubag, like Rabbi Nebuchadnezzar, and like Rambam, define Avashishro not as an emotion, but as a behavior. And then Raubag and Rabbi Nebuchadnezzar add to what Rambam says, that when you come to a situation with you or the other person, you come first. Mm-hmm. So it's not Kamaycha Mamish. Or in the very, very precise words of the Rabbi Nebuchadnezzar, Haflog. Now, what does that mean, Haflog? This is Tehashemis. Since when does Tehashemis speak in exaggerations? Since when If the Tehashemis didn't mean love, it wouldn't say love. And this is why you have Hasidus. And the next page is the time. Now, Rabbi Shal, for the regulars who come here, you know that one of the things that I love to do, based, of course, on the Rebbe Fritish, is the Rebbe always teaches us that Tehde is Achas, Tehde is one. But Tehde is not one. There's Pshat separate, there's Remnish separate, Drush separate, Halach is Drush, there's Sage separate. Each level in Tehde has different rules. And the essence of the separation between the set of rules on the level of Pshat and the set of the rules on the level of Remesh and the set of rules on the level of Drush and the set of the rules on the level of Sade is really what is a valid question? What is considered a credible piece of analysis? For example, in Chumash, something being repeated twice it's not a question. On a higher level of Teda, it is a question. Take a look in Tanakh. Some of them are first, a lot of the Tanakh is written in allegory. And allegory frequently is redundant. Poetry. And the Mephashim will say, Chof Dalit, Beis Shin. Chof Aldevara, Bemilim Shin. Repeat the same thing in two forms. There are levels in Teda where that's an adequate explanation for things. There are many issues that just don't concern Rashi. Rashi is pshat. There are issues that in the level of pshat are not questions. It's not that Rashi doesn't have an answer. They're non-questions. The Rebbe says in the Sikhs that if Rashi had a question without an answer, he would say, Loyadaiti. There's a, there's a whole bunch of instances where Rashi says, Loyadaiti. And the Rebbe says, when Rashi says, Loyadaiti, it's not the pshat, I don't know. There isn't an answer to pshat. And every instance in Pshut Mitra where there is a Pshat question without a Pshat answer, Rashi says Layadaiti. So if he doesn't say Layadaiti, either Yadaiti or it's not a Shaila. So how does it work? You have Pshat separate, you have Rem separate, you have Drush separate, you have Sage separate. You have to learn them separately. But there's links between Pshat and Remish. What is that? When you finish Pshat, you've answered every Pshat question. Remus comes along and says, wait, I still have questions. 
And Pshat will say, hey, they're not kashas. And members will say, they're not kashas to you, but they're kashas to me. Which is why the deeper into Tehra you go, the more exact the Tehra becomes. When I say the Tehra, I mean that the exact language of the Chumash to the letter is more precise. The deeper the Tehra you go, the more exact Tehra is. And the Rebbe Nisichas frequently will journey you through the start of the Pshat to ask a question and get answers. And then slug up those answers. The answers are not wrong. They're true on Pshat, but they're not true on Venice. And the deeper you go, the more exact things have to be. And as I've told you many, many times, when you learn my modern, most my modern, my modern begin with questions. They're not original questions. I would say 70 to 80 percent of the questions in my modern have already been asked. Some of them in the shaft. But when you learn a Pasuk, and you learn all the Mephashim on that Pasuk, and then you learn the Maimed, you know what the Maimed is doing. The Maimed is finding subtlety, nuance, in all the answers given until now, and Hasidah says, not enough. There's still a problem. And Pshat says, I hear your nuance. It's not a question on the world of Pshat. It's not a question in the world of Damesh. It's not a question in the world of Drush. And it's not a question in the world of Shad. Here's a classic example. To translate the Ahafta to treat is a problem or not? Tadamam is not a problem. Tadabayna Bukhari is not a problem. Tadabad is not a problem. Why? Because on their levels, which is Drush, Ramam is Drush of Halacha, and Albagin of Ben Machai Pashis is Drush of Medish. It's okay to translate love as a behavior. But not a Chiddush. Chiddush is a higher level of Tayra. The language of the Chumash has to be much more perfect. If the Ahafta means treat, it would say treat. They'd find a Hebrew word. And this, an Alphabet, has a big problem. What's the Pshat? And of course, the question is based on the fact that it is Hepachamatias. Tayra says, Halacha says, Adam Kodav Eitzalatme. We all love ourselves more than we love another fellow. How could we have to mean love? It's negadachus. It's, it's, it's completely an impossibility. And Alt Rebbe in chapter 32 proceeds to give us away. But in order to learn chapter 32, you have to go back to chapter 31. Chapter 31, which is one of the most exciting prakim in Tanya, but it's, 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 it's one of those uh, under-celebrated prakim, tells the human being, and, and I'll say it in blunt words, forgive me for my not sensitivity, do hosta braid, you have a choice, kezayna chosit, kezayna mishnadit. What is the language of the Tanya? There's Simcha Sanefesh and there's Yitzhav and Aguf. There's the joy of the soul and there's the depression of your body. Your body is a prison. You're a spiritual being. You're a piece of a lakus, trapped in a body in a lonely world with a Yitzhahara, with problem and with distractions. You have every right to be disappointed. Or you can devote your life to try and emancipate the soul. How? You finish doing one mitzvah, do another. Not because you have to, but because every act of mitzvah is an act of redemption. One of my favorite lines in the whole of the Tanya. Do not confuse. Do not entangle. And do not confuse. The joy of the soul with the depression of the body. Yeah, your body is a pain in the neck. You have the option of looking at the cup as half empty. Look at it as half full. So, you can't escape your body. But you can focus on the transcending of the body. And then you'll be the simch. If you choose to look at the burden the body gives, what do you have to do? It's to be depressed. It's to fast, punish the body, kill the body. Chassidus said, that's, that's not the derech of Chassidus. That's the derech of Musa. Focus on Simcha Fanefesh. Focus on the joy of the soul. You can do another mitzvah, redeem yourself in your body again. I, you're still stuck in your body, but for the moment you did the mitzvah, you were transcending of it. Do Nacha Mitzvah, Nacha Mitzvah, whatever calls, call Yom of the Tshuva. Not just Tshuva for Avedis, Tshuva Maishim Tevin. It's Baruch, Tosher, Elohol, Kimash, and Nesana. You're doing Tshuva not to get away from sin. You're getting Tshuva to redeem yourself from the limitations of your body. 
It's very dramatic, very exciting. Now, but you can't have one without the other. You can't have each other on a goof without Simcha Sanefesh. If you don't care about your soul, you're not going to be depressed about the body. And you can't have Simcha Sanefesh without dealing with the goof. So the Alfred Eber speaks about pushing aside the goof. The goof is not important. The whole focus is the goof is nothing. The goof is nothing. You put the goof down, you lift the Nishama up, and you get joy from that. That's the message of Pesachamadalaf. On the basis of what we were discussing in chapter 31, that a person is always on the tightrope, a person is always um, on the pinnacle point between Simchas HaNefesh and Yitzhav and Aguf, and you have the option of pushing the goof aside and celebrating the Simchas HaNefesh, says the Rabbi Yitzhav and Aguf, one carries out what was discussed in chapter 31, the body is shamed and disgusting in your eyes. And you just dispose of it. It's not the priority. Your joy should be the joy of the soul alone. In other words, you're not even allowing yourself to feel bad about your body. As Shigufin said. You're just ignoring your body. I am my soul. Forget my body. How am I going to be my soul? More pain and more mitzvahs. Forget the distraction of the goof. This is a straight and easy way to come to the fulfillment of mitzvah to love your fellow or yourself with the emphasis on the word love. The Alter Rebbe is revisiting the question that all the Rishayim asked. How could you love somebody if you love yourself? What did the Rishayim answer? Haflaga! literal. It doesn't only mean to treat, it means to feel love for somebody else exactly as you love yourself. Why? When a person puts the body in the appropriate place, that it's nothing except a distraction. Right? What matters? Only the soul. Right? When it comes to matters of the soul, who knows? The greatness and the level, in other words, you're a child of the Russia, maybe you've got a greater soul than you, in the living God. On a higher level still, moreover, in the which is Malchus, who knows? You think your soul is better than his? Maybe the other way around. In the Madrid, was called Malka Kadisha, Zada Chilus, Kulamasimus, only some of the equal. And the Av, and the level of Chachma, Echad Mukulana, and the level of Chachma, not only in the Shamas, the same, they're literally one, in all the Manishim, we're all one. So the Alphabet says, when you're talking about souls, A, his soul may be better than yours, B, all souls are equal, C, all souls are one. The Mia Deg, the Lost Nolos, doesn't give Chaim as the first level, or Kim Chaim is Malchus. Bishagam to Kulam Asimish is two, this goes on Malka Kadisha Zor. And the Av Echa Vikulam is Chachm, which is, it's not my own idea, it's also in the Rebbe's Arachan, in the Tanya of Yiddish, I think, of the Weinberg's Tanya. So what is Av Echa Kamech? Av Echa Kamech is, get your body out of the way. What is the reason, Avim Kodavet Alatsme? What is the reason you can't love somebody else as much as you love yourself? Because your body doesn't allow it. But if the is gufe nizav nimas if the body is a non-factor, you're not loving somebody else. You're loving yourself. You can love yourself as much as you love yourself. You're a piece of me, and I'm a piece of you. It's the body that doesn't allow you to love me like you love yourself, because the goof is mechalachim. I'm just going to use those words momentarily. But in the neshama, we're one. So the Rebbe says this exercise of disregarding the body. To the extent that you're not even being depressed about it. And the whole focus is on the Nishama. If you do it with Anemis, the other person is not separated from you. And the Ahasta means love, literally, and it's possible, because in the Nishama we're all one. So the Altarebbe begins with the Nishayim end. Not that the Altarebbe was a bigger Machadish than them, like a, like a, like a, like a, a Poland would say. You know, everything is flat. Al-Tarebbe was machabes, a chiz, the Rishayim didn't think of. It's a different madrega of Teireh. 
Why is it Madrig of Tera? Because what the Alter Rebbe is saying is not easy. Yeah, the Alter Rebbe says in Tanya, you could love somebody else that you love yourself by getting your body out of the way. It's a very nice philosophy. The Rabbi Nebuchadnezzar says it's realistic. Tanya says that Abhi Hasidus is realistic. The Rabbi Nebuchadnezzar is not wrong. The Rabbi Nebuchadnezzar is not speaking of Hasidus. He's speaking about Pidrush. And Abhi Drush, it's not a realistic thing to move your body out of the way. It's different levels of Tera. And on the level of Drush, it's satisfactory to translate you have to, to treat. On the level of Hasidus, it has to mean love. And that's the Chiddush of the Rabbi here in Tanya. Because we come from one, it's the bodies that get in the way. Put the bodies out of the side. You can love somebody else exactly as you love yourself because essentially you're not feeling another person. You're feeling another person is spiritually one with you. Is the other from your neshama to his neshama? Well, before we read, we supposed to love another person's body. But it didn't mean love. It meant treat. Now it means love. Now, of course, if you love the soul, you're going to love the garment of the soul. But the focus is on the nefesh, on the nisham. This is a great answer with one small problem. It's very difficult to do. Technically, it answers the question. And you see the complement of Hasidus Yishkendigla. It's a new dimension. Hasidus opens up the whole world of the nisham. What's the Kiddush of Hasidus? The Chiddush of Hasidus that you have in the Shama, and the Shama is written about in the Gemara, written about the Chumit, written about the Kabbalah. The Chiddush of Hasidus is that the Shama is practical. And not just a big technique of everybody. And that's what the message is. You are the soul, use it. You can love another Jew, and I need it. That's what I mean, it's back in the It's a Chiddush Nifla. It's a new revelation in Torah. That all the levels of Torah before did not say it. In Hasidus, there's no Hasidus in those levels. This is a higher level, a big chiddush. Therefore, those who make their body the priority. The nafs of the is so secondary. It's impossible to love another person exactly as you love yourself. It has to be conditional. Allah only. It has to be a conditional love. Okay, if you love your body more than you love your soul, you, you could do what the Rambam says, you could do what the Rabbi Nubachaya says, you could do what the Rambam says, you could behave towards somebody else, but you can't feel. To feel towards somebody else, you feel towards yourself, your ikin has to be the neshama. 100%. Now he will make sense. He will say that I was self and even though we can't get into Rabbi Akiva's head, we can't do an interview, we're going to assume that Rabbi Akiva said, oh, I don't agree with you. It's not Kalatayra Kula, it's only Kral Gadol. He says, you don't understand, it doesn't make a chat from Hillel. Hillel didn't mean Zahat Le'echa Kamaycha, treat. Because if Zahat Le'echa Kamaycha meant treat, Rabbi Akiva's right, it's only Kral Gadol. Hillel meant revealed in the Shama. Revealed in the Shama is not only Negev, but Yad Machalere, Negev, but Lamatam too. When you do Krishna, you have to do it with your soul also. In other words, what is the command in Vyahakurech Kamaycha? In other words, what do I gotta do to Vyahakurech Kamaycha? Gufa inirza vinimaz ve'edev shemchasa shemchasa nefesh. Period. And that is Kalatayna Kulo. The pastors. You have to do Shabbos with your hands and your feet or with Gufa inirza vinimaz ve'edev shemchasa shemchasa nefesh lovada. So Hillel means exactly what he says. Avash Yisrael is kolatei kula, including shatnas. What does shatnas do with Avash Yisrael? Avash Yisrael, I'll put it to you this way. There's 613 in the truth. 612 of them you can practice without chashidus. There's one mitzvah that can possible without chashidus. So Hillel, that one mitzvah, kolatei kula. Oh, don't decide for the Rambam. No, the Rambam can help another chat in Hillel. The Rambam can have different shot in Hillel. Let's let, let the Rambam speak for himself. You understand? In other words, like this. If someone comes in, what's the nice kid is in this? You have to let the commercial. Shabbos is not a kid is in this. You can keep Shabbos with your hands and your feet. Even Abba Hashem is not a rider. Why? Because Abba Hashem doesn't mean love God like you love yourself. Love God a little bit, also enough. 
is impossible without Hasidus. And when you add hero to it, Hasidus is called a Gula. And in case you didn't understand, he explains. On this particular mitzvah, to hold Judaism. What is the essence of Yiddishkeit? You say the shade is the essence of the whole Tayra. It was like real house and Ephesus to bring out the Nishama. Which mitzvah says you must bring out the Nishama? Only one. Abbas is so the only mitzvah you cannot possibly do literally without the Nishama. And by saying that this is Kalatayra Kula, you're saying that you have to do all the mitzvahs with the Nishama. Has it's a gevaldig but the essence of all six of the mitzvahs is Amunah. What's Amunah? Amunah is revealing in Neshama. Chapter 33, repeat the same point in chapter 32, except that in chapter 32, revealing in Neshama is obviously slow. In chapter 33, it's Amunah. How do you reveal in Shatnas? How do you reveal in your... No, 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 no. It's not enough to do shatnas with your hand and your feet. You have to do it with your soul. How do you reveal your soul? Gufay mizra v'nimaz be'enot and shemchase shemchase nefesh lavada. The avoda of not just being a kaya mitzvah, being a good Jew, like a ganedi. Spending every moment in the physical planet trying to run away from it. Not chase shalom by hurting your guf, but by doing more mitzvah. Doing Jesus Christ, so you should be connected to Hashem every second. So you're doing Shabbos. I'm not doing Shabbos to the in the Tehra, Semer of Pishnam Yachta. I'm doing Shabbos because I'm running away from my goal. And that's the previous one. This is in other words, what is Hasidus after Jesus Christ? You got to do it with your soul. Which mitzvah? The emphasis, Alpinigre, is unsatisfied without this. This is the Pshat and Alfred in time. Now we're out of time, but I just want to tell you it like this. You have the Yom Dira Derech Mitzvah, which is very nice. And you also have the Lekut Sikh. The Lekut Sikh is a Rashi Sikh. I'm not going to read it with you, I'm just going to tell you the Lekut. You learned Chitas, yeah? I learned Chitas. We have Lavech Amkumech. What does Rashi say? Omar Abakiva Zekhagarubatayla. That's two basic questions. Why is it important to say that Rabbi Akiva said it? Number one. Number two, what is Rashi telling us? Zekhagarubatayla. What is he telling us? Hashem says, love you, fellow yourself, Zekhagarubatayla. What is Rashi saying? What did Rabbi answer is? Rashi is saying that I'll peep shot. Two questions. What is the name of the Balamayla? Omar Rabbi Akiva. And what is what, what kind of comment is that? What question is Rashi answering with those words? What's bothering Rashi? If Rashi would keep quiet, what wouldn't you understand? What the answer is? Haflaga. It's impossible. Rashi is pure they shall make it. Rashi is not chachidus. You should love your fellow. You love yourself. It's impossible. Answer Rashi. Omar Rabbi Akiva. That's half the answer. Why? Rabbi Akiva said chayach the same Rabbi Akiva that the Rabbi Nebuchadnezzar quoted, you come before your friends. And it's only Kalgadol Bateda. It's not Kalateda Kula. It's Kalgadol. Apichidis is Kalateda Kula. Apichat is not Kalateda Kula. Because Rashi doesn't deal with emotions. He's dealing with the behavior. What Rashi is telling you with these words, Rabbi Akiva, Kalgadol is that you have to let Kamecha means treat, not love. So it's impossible to love. You get it? So you see how the Rebbe tries to give us this concept of layers. And you should know, in the Nisnagdash world, they don't have this concept at all. The Bahag. He doesn't count the Mud as a Mitzvah either. 
Fabry is not realistic, but he counts the mitzvahs qualities. You should do the mitzvahs and guide them. That's the same mitzvahs. How many times are repeated the chumash? A dozen times. There's different qualities of mitzvahs. Now, one more thing that I'll let you go. It's a machetic. A gaval. It's a machetic asks a question. Why does Hillel speak negatively? Why does he say, don't do unto someone else what you don't want done to yourself? Why shouldn't he do? Do unto, yourself, unto someone else what you want done to yourself. As the Raman does. The Raman takes the words of Hill, twists them over. Hillel says, what you hate done to yourself, don't do it to your fellow. What does Raman say? Say nice things about people. He doesn't say, don't say bad things about people. Because that's also the righteous lesson harder. And he has to find Inyanim that are not included in another Mitzvah. Because the Raman wants to count Amashashal as a specific Mitzvah, right? So he twists it over. A hero says, what you don't want done to yourself, don't do it to your fellow. Translates the Rambam, what you want done to yourself, do to somebody else. Say nice things about people. Honor his money like it's your own, and honor him. So how come Hill speaks negatively? He says, when people do things that are wrong, they don't know. They know. They don't care. They care. How come they don't hate themselves? Because they're able to compartmentalize. Intellectually, they did something wrong. Intellectually, they feel bad about it. But they love themselves. Now, look, funny. When it comes to yourself, you don't mind if people know that you did something wrong. You don't want to feel negative towards you. You don't want to say, ah, bum, I'll a goya, a rasha, and a potato is a hypocrite. You want them to look at you others and look at your own. I know I did something wrong. I know it's terrible. But I love myself. You see someone do something wrong, don't feel negative energy towards that person. You know he did something wrong. In your heart you don't feel it. Just like you wouldn't want someone else to feel it about you. Okay? You could say that this is also a so make it. I love that. The first pedicle of Kemach Tzadik is the head of the Tanya. The second pedicle of Balabat is what? 